Good morning, Calvary First. It is so good to be with you on this exciting celebration service. I would like to invite you as well, Colleen. This is one more time. <laughs> My name is Rose Brower Young. I'm currently serving the Church of the Nazarene as District Superintendent for Canada West District. And it has been my pleasure and honor. And I can't believe no one has cried yet through this whole service. So let me begin by starting that. Um, <laughs> we sure love you guys. And um, you are not going to be at our district assembly in June. And so we wanted to celebrate and honor your retirement from formal pastoral ministry. And so we have a gift here for you that I would like to present to you at this time. Oh, I know. Who ever has enough plaques on their walls? <laughs> and this one came all the way from Kansas City, our general headquarters. Oh and it's for Reverend Brian and Colleen Rowland. May I read it out loud for our people of here course. today? It says, the Board of General Superintendents and your global Nazarene family celebrate your ministry to Christ and the church. You have served faithfully, effectively, and fulfilled God's call upon your life with grace and courage. Your church is grateful for your many sacrifices, and we trust that God's incomparable rewards will more than compensate for your selfless service. May Jesus Christ, the head of the church, continue to bless you and multiply your ministry in retirement. Amen. So thank you so much. I have. Thank you, Rose. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kathy Epp is here. We need a picture. Need a picture oh. for. Should I hold that? I'm not even sure where she is. Oh, there she is. Oh, here, Boar's going to do it for us, okay. Pastor. There we go. Thank you, Boar. Thank you so much. May I offer a, a blessing on you? Of course. As we begin. My friends, you go nowhere by accident. Wherever you go, God is sending you. Wherever you are, God has put you there. God has a purpose in your being right where you are. And Christ, who indwells you by the power of his spirit, wants to continue to do something in and through you. So believe this and go in his grace, his love, and his power. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Thanks, Pastor. We already heard. We did. And now you may be seated, I think, for a few moments. <laughs> <clears throat> well, good morning. What a lovely time we have had so far. It is good to be with you, and I too have been the recipient of the ministry of First Church of the Nazarene. Um, I've spent much time with Pastor Brian as he chairs our Kingdom Advance team, and I've also been working with Nathan Snow, who's one of your congregation members here. He is our summer student on Canada West. His official title is Youth Advocacy Liaison. And he's got a big job description, and I've had the privilege of spending hours and hours on the road with him. And these gentlemen have helped me to dream. And so I want you to consider yourself fortunate as we've been able to come together and dream new dreams and have new visions. So thank you, Pastor Brian and Nathan, for that opportunity. <clears throat> Your kind words and warm thoughts here this morning have been beautiful and affirming as we say thank you to Reverend Brian Roller and his wife. 
as they conclude their time of pastoral ministry with you and retire to a new chapter of ministry because we're not done with him yet. But being a pastor is a daunting role. And how so, might, might well ask. Well, you see, being a minister is one who acts on behalf of another. And as we might have in our government, a minister of finance or a minister of natural resources, they represent and speak on behalf of our government. We recognize that their authority comes not from who they are, but who they represent. And as a minister of the gospel, Pastor Brian's ministry belongs to Jesus Christ and as such represents him as he ministers. And so it's a calling to obey a service on behalf of another who is Jesus Christ. Now, Pastor Brian has served you here at Calgary First Church. He says 14 years, but nearly 15 years. Spent 19 years at Calgary Skyview, and before that he was in Kansas City and Drumheller. And there are very few pastors I know who walk away from their congregation and not look back. Really, pastors have poured themselves in to these dearly loved people. And you are those very people for Pastor Brian. And it's easy to worry about this family as a pastor or be thinking about that program or or this dream or that situation I had to leave. Are people gonna leave the church? Are people gonna stay? Who's gonna turn the lights off at the end of the day? Will they remember to check in on this loved one? Or will they think about that annual bill that comes and goes all the time, right? And some of you here in this congregation may also have some questions as we enter into this transitional period of leadership. When are we gonna get a new pastor? Will he or she be able to play guitar like Pastor Brian, right? Will she or he be able to preach shorter sermons than Pastor Brian? I don't know. I know one person who, a pastor who received wise words from another, and his name was Richard Sparrow, and he said this, Pastor Brian, it was Christ's church when you got here, and it will be Christ's church when you leave. And you see, ministry always builds on the work of others. And Paul reminds us of this in 1 Corinthians chapter three. He says, I planted the seed, Apollos watered, but it is God who gives the growth. And it is this verse that I would like us to consider for a few moments today. You see, when Paul wrote this letter, he was addressing some divisions that were occurring in the church in Corinth. Can you imagine? All those years ago, and they already having problems. It seems the Corinthian believers had broken into factions around their leaders, and they were bickering and fighting amongst themselves. And so Paul seeks to address the wrong idea of what the church is about and about what ministry really is. And Paul asks the church, he says, seriously, people, has Christ been divided here? Was it Paul who was crucified for you? Was it in the name of Paul that you were baptized? Well, of course not. It is Jesus Christ who died for you. And so Paul is highlighting here, and perhaps rather sarcastically, (laughs) what the problem is in Corinth. Have you ever known people to join a particular pastor rather than a particular congregation? Right, they might love the preaching abilities of this pastor or that pastor, or maybe the pastor's shown some strong pastoral care at some point in their lives, or the pastor's really charismatic and they just love the energy of being around him or her. The problem is that when that pastor goes, 
then it becomes difficult for that congregation who follows the messenger and not the message. And so Paul the Apostle is seeking here to redirect those factions of people back to the message, not to the messenger. And in fact, all throughout this letter in 1 Corinthians, Paul continuously refers to the gospel. Phrases like, our testimony about Christ in chapter 1, verse 6, or my way in Christ Jesus, which agrees with what I teach everywhere in every church. In fact, Paul speaks of the gospel in 1 Corinthians more than any of his other writings found in the scriptures. And goodness, it is not that the Corinthian church had not ever heard of the gospel before or had not accepted it. You see, the problem is they had failed to apply the gospel. According to Alex Deasley in his updated uh, New Beacon Bible commentary, he says, how is the gospel being worked out in the church of Corinth? You see, if the church of Jesus Christ is to have any life seeping through her veins, if the church is to have any saltiness in her influence, if the church of Jesus Christ is to have any integrity at all in her testimony, it will have to come from the power of the message from the power of the gospel which has been shared with us by our ministers. My friends, you and I are the bearers of the gospel. It's not just Pastor Brian. It's you and it's me. And this is where I find Pastor Brian to have been such a solid example for us to follow. And the first example that I have of Pastor Brian is that of a minister. He knows whom he is representing. And I know Pastor Brian has been the hands and the feet of Jesus to so many of you here today. And he has been that to me as well. I remember clearly when Pastor Brian came for a pastoral visit to my home in 2004, only a few days after my husband Kelly had passed away. And with great tenderness and care, he guided my family through preparations for a funeral. Now I'll tell you, it's one thing to plan somebody else's funeral, but when you are the one that's planning it, it's a whole different story. And then several months later, Pastor Brian returned for dessert and coffee as he answered the questions that my children had about heaven and about God. And again, Pastor Brian was there to comfort and to remind them about the love of their heavenly father who would never leave. And the second example that I have of Pastor Brian is that he is one of a messenger. And if you take a look again at verse six, it says, I planted the seed, Apollos watered it, but it is God who gives the growth. Now why would Paul use this um, agricultural reference? Well, in the area of Corinth, it was a city of great diversity. Roman soldiers had settled down to reap the benefits of their loyalty to the empire. Business people had hoped to gain a fortune from the trading that came because they were a port city. There were spices and animals and textiles and much more that traded hands back and forth. But to till the soil and work for hours in the hot sun, that was menial work. That was work only fit for slaves or low-class citizens. And when Paul used these words, planted and watered. He was not painting a picture of flattery for himself or for Apollos. 
You see, Paul is reminding the Corinthian church here, look folks, it's not about the messenger here, it's about the message. Yes, I started this work. Yes, I planted. There's been another minister who's watered and nurtured and pruned, but it is God. It is God who is bringing you to maturity. Now, Pastor Brian has been a messenger for many years. Some messages were preached from his pulpit. Some were brought in private over a cup of coffee. Some messages were very easy to share. I think of Pastor Brian letting us know the government had finally approved the application for a refugee family to come to Canada. That is an exciting message to bring, isn't it? But some messages are difficult, such as the terminal diagnosis of a beloved member of our congregation. Each message, however, Pastor Brian did not make it about himself. It was always about others. And so the third example I have of Pastor Brian has been that of a witness. And as a preacher, Pastor Brian has always shared the gospel. He knows he is only the messenger, one who brings the good news. And Pastor Brian knows he is a witness, one who is always pointing away from himself and to the one who is worthy. Dr. Richard Floyd shared about a trip that he had taken in 1995 with his family to see the famous painting of the crucifixion as depicted by the artist Matthias Grunewald. And in this painting, John the Baptist is pointing at the crucified Christ. Now we know that John the Baptist had been killed, don't we, long before the crucifixion of Christ. So what is he doing in this picture? Right? There's a deeper message here. You see, the artist is trying to express something, that of John the Baptist as the witness to Jesus Christ. And look how long John's finger is. Kind of looks like when your mom's pointing at you, doesn't it? Right? It's disproportionate to the rest of his body. But that long finger draws your eyes to it, and then to where John the Baptist is pointing. And the artist here is portraying John the Baptist as the characteristic Christian or the witness, the one who always points beyond himself or herself to Christ. And notice what aspect of Christ John is pointing to. Dr. Floyd reminds us it's not Christ the teacher. It's not Christ the prophet or Christ the healer. It is Christ the crucified one. You see, Jesus willingly died a horrific death and was raised again on the third day, thus freeing you and me from sin and from death. You see, God's love is stronger than any human hate. And in the gospel of Christ, all we thought to be true has been changed. The first shall be last. The exalted will be humbled. The poor will be filled. The rich will be sent away. Power is made perfect in weakness. You see, all of our achievements, all of our baubles, all of our titles mean nothing to him. He simply wants our heart. And this message, my friends, is what Pastor Brian has shared with you over and over and over again for the past 15 years. He has planted, he has watered, 
and he has prayed for God to bring growth in each of your lives and in the life of this corporate congregation. You know, I've sat on many local and district boards with Pastor Brian over the years, and he has consistently brought this same message to every task and every challenge. The crucified Jesus Christ, that God loves and forgives us, and that he has a purpose for each one of us. You know, our beautiful buildings with fresh paint, the most amazing strategic plans that we have with boxes and lines that flow on page after page, the most beautiful music that fills a parking lot because people are eager to come and to listen, all of that counts for nothing if the gospel message that God loves and forgives us is not preached and heard. Pastor Brian has been so faithful as a minister. He has represented well our God. He has pointed the way to the gospel. And we would do well to follow him as he follows Christ. So thank you, Pastor Brian, for your ministry, for your message, and for your witness. And we know today that every generation continues to call ministers, messengers, and witnesses. And I wanna close this morning by asking, is he calling you? Will you respond? Some will plant, some will water, but it will be God who gives the growth. And may he alone be the one who receives the glory. Amen.